What's up? What's up, dude? How you been? No different than last time. Yeah, same shit. What about you? <laughs> More true than ever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing's ever gonna change for us. Ever. <laughs> I mean, it will. It snowed, dude. We got like an inch of snow today, and we're gonna get, I think, around four tomorrow night. Really? Yeah. Dude, that, that's one thing I was disappointed this year. We we didn't get a, at least for me on my end. I didn't get a lot of snow. Like usually, you get that one snowstorm where it's an absolute shit storm, where it's like just like a couple feet, like 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 a like a, a ten inch day or something like that. We didn't get anything like that this year. Yeah. Global warming. No. Because <laughs> cause like every like. Every like I think like my senior of high school, that whole year we only got snow like once, like like uh like it was like five or six inches, but even then it was over Halloween weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. When I I mean I remember when I was in high school, I we would have snow even just throughout my entire childhood. I feel like we would have snow from like December through March, and it would never not be white like the ground would always be covered in snow and recently it just seems like we get less and less snow each year to the point where, like this year it snowed like probably less than 10 times total in all of my area yeah but i know the one year we were in college i think it was like sophomore or junior i might have been i think it was like sophomore year like the my, where i lived it got pounded with snow like left and right my dad would my, my dad would always say like yeah like like he went out, he, he was so against like snowblowers for like the longest time, but after like the second or third snowstorm, he went out and bought one, and he used it like five times that winter. Yeah, it's just one of those years. But like, remember, watch next, watch yeah. next winter be like everything's closed like every other day, you know? Yeah, unless everything's closed again for other reasons, which. I fully expect it to. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll see. But yeah, there's I'm I I love snow, and so do I. I glad I went snowboarding this year, and I'm glad I did. That's when I like snow, and I like snow before Christmas. Snow before Christmas is. Like magical, and then after Christmas, it sucks. It just sucks. Snow on Christmas is magical. Yeah, I know, but like if it's a snowy Christmas, it's great. But then like December twenty sixth, it should. I just want it to melt and be gone until next December. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm a snow all the all the time guy. Now, I like snow, and I need a winter, but. I mean, like the middle of February, right? Like the Super Bowl's over. There's really nothing great going on. All you got to do is just like drudge around in the snow in February. That's that's just not fun. There's nothing good about that. I mean, I don't. Again, I'm all I'm a snow guy, so I'll take it any time, any any month. But yeah, going back to your your you need winter. I need all four seasons. Hmm. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Although I will say it was nice being, you know, in California over this winter because there were days in January it was like 80 degrees, which 
it was nice, but it was only nice because I knew it wasn't permanent. I would not be able to do that forever, right? I need my fall. I need my winter. I need my spring, and I need my summer. Dude, same here. Like, like my sister moved to Louisiana because she hates the cold. Like, you're just skipping out on life, dude. Like, I need fall. I need yeah. winter. I need. I love spring, and I hate summer. Summer's my least favorite um, season of the year. Yeah, but I need all four. I need change, you know. I need. I need to be like, like, yo, what's going on, you know? But hey, so that's why I like living in Pennsylvania too. Yeah, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, and Illinois are like virtually the same weather-wise. Yeah. Agreed. Like I could never live in Florida ever in my life. No. But also, I could no like. That's another thing too. Like, if you live in Florida, I feel like you're on vacation twenty four seven, you know, or Hawaii or anything like that. You're not like actually in the mindset of like, okay, like, like you could do like fun things, like quote, you could do fun things no matter what, wherever you live. But like in Florida, you could do like go to the beach twenty four seven if that's your thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah. No, I agree though. It's, it, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to, like, you know, on, like, a normal day, wake up and be in Florida and have it be 90 degrees and humid and I have to dress up and go to work and just, like, no. does not sound like fun well, for me. Well, that, too. I, I hate the heat. So, that's just, like, one example. Like, just take Hawaii, for example. It's probably beautiful. Never have been there. I will get there one of these days. It's, like, 80 degrees. Never gets hotter than that, ever. But you're, it's like you're always on vacation. Like, I would never get anything done, ever. Yeah, that's fair. So. I don't know. What's up? Hmm. I still, I know we've talked about this a number of times, but I still, I, I don't, I still don't understand how spring is your favorite season. I don't, dude, like. The more I think about it, fall is my favorite. Like, it's becoming my favorite. Dude, fall is the clear winter. I don't know. There's nothing like a spring day, though. Like, because, like, it's like you've been, like, cooped up for so long and cold that, like, the first warm days in spring are just magical. And I think I just always associated spring with, like, ending of school type of thing, which is so exciting. But so, like, the start of school is also just as exciting. But I don't know. I just always been spring guy. Like you know, you're ending your thing. You're getting excited for summer. Like it's getting warmer. It's not getting colder. Like it's perfect weather. And you, it rains more often than in the fall. And I like rain. Yeah, I like rain too. What? Um, I said, yeah, I like rain too. But I don't like when it snows in the middle of April. So, that's not true. Cool. I mean, I see it like it's tough. I would have like I I'll seriously have to think about that and come to a decision on whether because for the for my whole life I always like spring better than fall. Okay, I don't know why. Because like I'm a you know big football guy, you would think that you know I'm I'm a big fall guy, but for my whole life I've been a spring guy. I will think long and hard about this until the next two running dudes podcast. And I will come to a decision. Okay. I think you were also supposed to come to a decision about 
which season is your favorite for sports? And that was also fall versus spring. And again, I'm in the fall camp. Oh, I uh, came to that decision as well. And okay. my decision uh, is spring. Oh, explain your rationale. I, I, it's a hard decision. It's, so I'm not going to. It's yeah, extremely just... hard. But the thing is, with so with fall, you get football, which is clear and cut number one. For I, I'm pretty sure both are our opinions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, I'm the biggest yep. football guy out there. So that is clear number one. However, with, um, you know, you take postseason baseball into account for fall. Okay. And then you take in the, into account the start of, um, uh, start of hockey and start of basketball as well. Okay. So I'm doing matchup here. Okay. So fall yep. has, has football. You know, in the, right in the middle of it. However, and they have fall, and they've um, and they have a uh, what do you call it? Uh, postseason baseball. However, in the spring, you can tie that into baseball is just starting up. Okay, it opening day is one of the most glorious days of the year. But on top of that, I get playoff hockey. Okay, playoff mm-hmm. hockey is head and shoulders above playoff baseball. No matter what teams are in it. No matter who, like no matter your team, that playoff hockey is the greatest playoffs in the four of sports. Okay, it is. It is. Then, I you throw in the draft. Now I love the draft, so I still get football and I still get free agency too. So yeah, football you're not having games or anything, but I get free agency and I get the draft, and your teams are all uh, changing and you're you're getting ramped up. So this is a very exciting time for me. In terms of football, okay, not as exciting as you know actual games, but on a level of like one to ten, I'm at an eight for you know free agency and the draft. So that that's me personally. And then I you throw in March Madness, and that's the kicker for me. So I get yeah, I get I get the draft, I get playoff hockey, and I get March Madness. That is like, you can't top that. And you know, to on the fall side, you know, I just go ballistic over football. You know, so that, you know, football counts as, like, pretty much two things here. But, you know, spring, you got three things. That's just me. Uh, that's fair. I mean, yeah, for me, I, I don't think it's hard to beat for me just, like, a, a good football fall day with – and I, I've grown more – I've grown to like the MLB playoffs more than I ever did. So that helps. And again, I think it ties into the weather too for me. I can't, it's hard for me to like separate the weather from sports, you know, because like there's that association between, you know, football on a nice fall day, you know, I don't know. You're I just, I feel like you don't get that same, you don't get that same connection because all the, all the spring sports are all indoors until baseball. So See, to me, to me, like, you know, a nice fall day is great and all that, but like the first, like, to me, I just think of college. And the first hot spring day, everyone's out on the porch drinking. The patios are open. You go on, like, the, on the old main, and you just toss, like, football or baseball or whatever. Like, yeah. that, like those times are so much, like, that, that is just instant happiness to me. Now, like, yeah. fall days, like, you, know, you, you take tailgating into account. And you, you're at, tailgates in the fall are just unreal. Okay. Oh yeah. And a cold beer in the fall, right before a game, 
is a top three. Best beer. feeling in the world. Yeah, it's the top three beers in the world. Yeah. Um, so, Wait. Well. Okay. Well. Okay. You're gonna have to round out that list at some point because I'm curious what the other two would be. I'll think about that. Okay. So so next next time I'll think about the weather and then I'll create a list of top um, top beers. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll go top three. I might change it to five because there's a couple That's... scenarios in my head already. Um, <laughs> of course. That's fine. So I'll 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 think about my my top yeah. years. Uh, I've got a I few can... as well. I might I might comment on this as well because I'm I've got some ideas floating around. So we'll just we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, like but I don't know, man. Just the the spring really gets me going. Fair, yeah. I tail. I just want tailgating season back. I just want the grill going, cores, you know, going up, you know, filled up to the brim with ice and beers, and yeah, you know, I want a hot dog. I haven't had a hot dog since the last time we talked about it. <laughs> Neither have I. I haven't had a hot dog in. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a hot dog. It's been since Christmas, I think. I might I might get a pack and grill them up this weekend, not going to lie to you. Do it. RIP, Blue and White Weekend. Did you see they're doing like a virtual tailgate? Yeah, did you see what you Yeah, did? wait, we'd be there. This, this weekend would have been it, right? This upcoming weekend? Yeah, dude. Well, yo, what were you saying? Yo, so you get three things with that virtual tailgate. Did you see what happened? No, I didn't read into it. I just saw that it so exists. If you sign up for this virtual tailgate, you either get a um a coach that, that comes in and says, like, hey, like how you know, and talks to you, a former player, or you get the, the ninny line that comes on to your thing. I think it's the stupidest thing to have the ninny line come in to your virtual tailgate because he can't talk. What's he gonna do? Just like run his oh, his, yeah. his hands through through his head a couple yeah. times and give do you some push-ups. Like, like, like that's not yeah. fun to me. I just want to interact with when I'm throwing a virtual tailgate. Oh, so they're like live and you can talk to them. Yeah, you can zoom. It's like the Zoom session. If you ever done hmm. one. Yeah, no, I, we do Zoom at work like every day. But yeah, yeah that's what it is. I didn't know that. I guess I didn't really can do it. I'm not going to do it, but interesting. Oh, oh, I, I remember what I was going to say. Go. Do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's something to do, honestly. Um, no, so something else. If you do, <clears throat> and I, I, this probably wouldn't have worked out either way, but so Bonnaroo that we've talked about is rescheduled for the end of September which honestly is perfect. <laughs> and if it actually happens, I'm seriously considering going. And I know you probably can't with student teaching and all that, but. Well, I, who knows if I'll actually student teach. Yeah. Huh. Oh, oh. No, if not, dude, I, except, okay, the best concern with Bonner is that it's a, you know, we, it's a camping fest. You sleep in a tent. And it's normally in the middle of June, which Tennessee in the middle of June is hotter than hell and it gets so uncomfortable from what i've heard <clears throat> but the end of september it starts cooling off and it's i feel like it would be perfect weather-wise so 
But, dude, that, that's the same weekend as your Northwestern trip. Yeah, I know, but I'm not even sure if that's happening. Huh? I don't know if that's happening. I have no idea. We haven't really talked. I mean, nothing's been talked about. But it was it was never discussed even before all this. So I, I don't know. And I can back out of that if I need to. Okay, um, so hypothetically, say 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 football is canceled mm-hmm. and hypothetically hypothetically um I don't soon teach this this fall because of school not being open or whatever. Would you go and you have no other commitments to that would you're you're actually going to Bonnaroo yeah well here's the thing if if schools remain closed and football doesn't happen Bonnaroo is also not happening at all so it would only it would really only work out if everything were up and running so it it would never come to that but I would even go if it meant skipping football yeah that's what I'm saying dude I mean that would be sick. I don't. I just. I, I'm trying to picture you. I, I. I have a hard time picturing. Dude, Bonnaroo is just like a friend of mine was on a podcast about Bonnaroo. Like the whole podcast is just them talking about Bonnaroo. These two guys who have been going for years and years. My my one friend is has been going to Bonnaroo for a long time and was on their podcast and he sent us a link to the episode and I was listening to it and like. You just start to get a feel for. I mean, it's just it's just a different experience. And he said, like, yeah, Bonnaroo is just not for everybody. Like, it's it's it is not like some music festivals like Lollapalooza. Anybody can get away with going to Lollapalooza, right? It's like, but the just the culture around Bonnaroo is so vastly different from just about any other musical experience that even people who really like music sometimes have a hard time fitting into Bonnaroo, which like was my concern about myself. And you, on top of that, though, I feel like. <laughs> It would be a, a real, a real high risk move for you to why, to come on why down. It, why is he high risk? Well, first, of all, I just don't know. First of all, I don't think you'd be super thrilled about the music, which is you know the main thing. And then on top of that, it's dude. It's just I've never been, so I can't explain it. But like, I'm just telling you what my friend said. Like, it's just different. Like the people, like everybody there is just a weird person for that weekend, like a weird person. And you just have to be able to buy into that and be okay with it and join them. Like, that's just how it is. What's, what's the, what's the music down there? Um, here, I'll pull up the lineup. It's, I mean, it's, it's the kind of music I listen to like, but, but they always bring in like pretty, like kind of out of left field stuff. Like, um, Miley Cyrus is playing this year, which is totally out of left field. But uh, one second. Wait, so I'm looking at it now, and I would actually enjoy day number two. Friday? Which which was, yes. Let's see. Tool, Miley Cyrus, Bass Nectar, the 1975 Run the Jewels at Bonnaroo would be the most insane show. Megan the Stanley. Who who on this do you like? Primus, Dashboard Confessional. I like Tool. Yeah. I like Bass Nectar to a point. I like Miley Cyrus. I'm not gonna lie. She she throws some jams. Um. And that's about it. Yeah, but those are the three big names. Yeah. And like you, Young the Giant. I know. Yeah. But 
but I would also enjoy Saturday. I hate Lizzo, by the way. That's fair. Um, I like Flume. Yeah. You would like Jason Isbell. He does a lot of work with Father John Misty. Very similar sound. You would probably also like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Tenacious D. The Super Jam is always fun. I would probably hate Tenacious D. I hate Jack Black. The thing that says Super Jam, if you see that, with Sylvan Esso, is they do it from like 2 to 3 a.m. And it's just like a bunch of artists get on stage and just like remix all of their stuff together. And it's, it's just a wild show, apparently. And it's in the middle of the night. Oh, Ed O'Brien's playing. I didn't know that. I would go see the Struts on Sunday. Yeah. Vampire Weekend. Anybody. Vampire Weekend is super easy to like. I really like Lana Del Rey. Tame and Paula I've seen a few times, and they're unbelievable. Isn't Vampire Weekend one of the songs you gave me? Uh, Probably not. They're like, they're not your sound. They're very like preppy New York indie, which is a weird description, but that's what they are. You might like Orville Peck. He's like more like country rock. Actually, you know who would love Orville Peck is Watson. I didn't tell him that. Pine Grove. I love Pine Grove. You see that Morgan Wallen on the left-hand side on Sunday? Yeah. I know him because I know some of his songs because our group of friends listen to them. Okay. Him. Yeah. yeah, it's actually not a terrible lineup. He's on Thursday. Anybody good? Thursday shows are apparently really good, but there's never anybody... Exciting who plays them. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. Grand Ole Opry would be kind of interesting, though. Oh, I know the regrets, but otherwise. Huh. Well, there you go. Well, dude. Oh, Nelly? Huh? I saw Nelly. I was was questioning that. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, though. We have a big trip if we go to Vegas. Then. Wait. What? Say that again. What? <clears throat> we have we have another big trip to think about if with Vegas if we actually go to Vegas. Which I'm hoping we do. Well, here's the thing. I was also thinking of. Say, say fall is canceled or not. Like, say school can't be held in session for. Fall of 2020, right? Yep. That means pretty much no football. Yep. But but then on top of that, college basketball can't start officially. Mm, true. So, I said this to my dad. I was like, they're risking having having no March Radness for at least two years. Yeah, but I feel like... If, do you know what I'm saying? No, I do, I do. But, like, college basketball could could run exclusively in 2021. Like you could just cut out non-conference play, have everybody play out their conference schedule and then their conference tournament. And then use that, like, like give every conference like two auto bids or whatever, you know, and then some at larges, but I feel like you could still make it work. Yeah, I agree with that, but I'm just saying like they're, they're risking that at least two of them, like, the, the, like the, it's a possibility if you think about it that you cannot have two, March Madness two times in a row. God, just imagine that. That would just be devastating. I don't know, though. Let's just hope it doesn't get to that. I'm just saying, though, but 
because, like, let's be honest here. Like, Vegas, like, between – I'm just thinking alone. The bar tab and the gambling, mm. that's going to run a big time. I got to start saving now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of money, I just got my government money today. Oh, and that's also something I wanted to talk about. But let's finish this conversation first. I, I'm, I think it was. Finished. I was finished. Okay. Just making sure. Um, hear me out. I am not going to complain about the government sending me money, right? But at the same time, they did not think this through because somebody like me does not need from them. If anything, I'm spending less now and saving more than I ever was because I'm living at home. I have no rent, right? I have, I, you know, I, I'm going in with my parents on groceries. Like my expenses are as low now as they've literally ever been. And I'm still employed. I still get my same paycheck. Like why did the government just decide to give me $1,200? Like, I, I don't need it. I just, my life has only changed in the way that I'm inside now and I'm not outside. That is the only difference in my life. They, for some reason, felt like I needed this money, which I don't. And I feel somewhat guilty. I'm like, I'm probably going to donate some of this because, you know, it can be put to better use. But they should have saved that money to, to be able to help out the unemployed, to bail out small businesses, whatever the case may be. But don't just give it to everybody because there are granted a lot of people were hurt by this. Absolutely. But there are still a majority of people like me who are still employed, still just kind of from a income perspective, living their normal lives. But for some reason, the government decided to just give them money. It makes no sense. If, if now, now if I were to be unemployed because of this, like if going, if going forward, I lost my job, then sure. Give me the money. But until then, why are, why are they giving me this? It makes no sense. Well, I, I have a couple of things to say about that. One, I got money today, too, and I got the full thing when I really shouldn't have. Huh. Okay? Well. I like I, I got the whole thing. I made over the $75,000 or $80,000, whatever it was. 75, yeah. Um, yeah, I made over that last year. So for them to give me the whole check, you know, um, and here's what I did with it, and I'll be completely honest with you. $500 went directly to my savings. $500 went to part of my student loans, just as like, here, here's like $500 for student loans. Um, um, $100 went, I bought a new suit. Um, for 100 Online, because Jason, yeah, JCPenney, I bought the suit that I have now, the same exact suit, just in a different color oh. from JCPenney. Smart. So I got, I got pants, pants for $34.99 and and the the suit jacket was seventy seventy five seven no seventy, so I spent one hundred four dollars and ninety nine cents on a new suit. It's not bad. Call me cheap for going to GC Penny on that, but they look pretty yeah. nice, and I'm not gonna play that. And then the last one hundred dollars, I took cash out, and uh, it's gonna be just my cash. Yeah. So I'm shocked that I got it. Anyway. Well, I'm just saying, does it make any sense to you? Like, me no, and you are the same, spend, but me I, and you, our lives are no different financially now than they were before all this. Why did the government decide well, to give us money? Let's, let's be honest. Look, yeah, that's true, but let's be honest. What does $1,200 do for someone anyway? You're Like, that's one probably month of rent for most people that are either A, living in a mortgage, or B, that, um, you know, are renting from yeah. a apartment or anything like that. So what does that really do for you know, a lot of people? Well, it's one of know? two things. It's either A, all of the government could afford, or which probably isn't truth, 
But I'm thinking that they are still, you know, because Trump keeps saying, oh, May 1st, we're going to start reopening the country. And all these governors, even the Democratic governors, are rolling out these plans to how to start to slowly reopen their states incrementally. The expectation might have been 1200 bucks is enough to, to get you to the point where we can get you back to work. Well, so here's a, here's a couple of things. Um, I might be floating around all over the place just talking about this shit because there's 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 so many different ways to go about this. But one, what's going to piss me off if is if the people that are unemployed, like you said, that could actually really use this money or whatever, spend it on stupid shit. Like you see, a yeah, lot it should go towards renting like going out and buying three, like buying three hundred dollar pairs of shoes or like. You know, buying like you know, I you know the stupid purchases yeah. instead of like sending sending it to your to your um what do you call it to like your mortgage or for food or for electric or anything of that nature or if you yeah, essentials essentials that, essentials right people are gonna be buy, going out and buying like TVs and yeah. shit okay and then they're gonna be complaining that like the government's not helping that enough so that's another thing that coming this twelve hundred dollars if you're gonna spend it and you like. If you have the means to, you know, do something fun or, you know, save it away, like myself and, you know, with you or whatever you're doing with it, do it. But if you're one of these people that actually need it for rent or for food or anything like that, you bet your ass that you better be fucking, you know, paying that shit off or anything like that. Don't be spending on, like, a fucking PS10 or whatever it's out right now with a new iPhone. You know, do what you got to do. But another thing is, with this whole government payment shit I want to talk about, is that there was an article from CNN of all places too? So it wasn't like one of these like these like make up news stories because like we need clicks. Like this is from CNN. I read it. Okay. Okay. There was talks. It's called like a hero fund or whatever. It's floating around, and um, I think the Democrats came up with it. I'm not. I didn't read too far into that. Um, I was in the car when this happened, but it was like saying something about like a heroes fund or heroes. I don't whatever it was called. Um, and it was basically any. Essential worker, so healthcare workers, truck drivers, um, you know, things of that nature, and like uh, grocery store workers, you, they can earn up to an additional $25,000 as like an immediate raise. Um, and that's equivalent, that's, that it would be the equivalent of thir- extra $13 an hour retroactive from January 27th. So anyone that works in those fields from January 27th until now or whenever it goes into effect would get an additional $13 per hour that they work, okay. right? So it would be – and you can max out at $25,000, okay. okay? My argument to that is if you take myself, okay, who I work at a grocery store on the side, okay, I make $11 an hour because the grocery store that they, um, they gave a bonus to all of their workers during this time. I literally just picked it up three weeks ago as an additional job just to keep myself busy and make some extra fun cash. I don't need this job at all to, um, you know, pay bills or anything. I make plenty at my regular full-time job. Okay. This is just extra fun money. All I do when I go into that job is I stock shelves and I, at the end of the night for like the last two or three, two or three hours, depending on the shift, I rotate um, whatever's on the shelves to be facing out into the aisle correctly. So at one point on Sunday, I spent two and a half hours in one aisle because it was the canned food aisle, and that place was just all over the place. So I had to go for two and a half hours correctly facing each can facing the right way and making sure it was they were all in a row. Okay, 
now granted okay it's a poor job you know people got to be fed you know all that shit not discrediting it anything any or anyone out there but who the hell says that i deserve 13 dollars an hour in addition to what i'm ever paying again i'll take the money but what the hell it just seems like such a waste of money yes these people are doing a great thing and everything you know they're helping each people out and getting their food and making sure they're dealing with all the craziness but they're not nurses i'm not a nurse i'm not helping people like still breathe at the end of the day or making sure they have the right medicine or anything I'm doing a a just mindless job at the end of the day. And, again, and you guys want to give me $13 an hour additionally? That is such a waste of money. You guys are insane. Like, if you want to do something, give it to the nurses or someone that actually does something on the front lines. Don't give it to some freaking grocery store worker that just does that for extra fun money and shit. Like, what the hell? They're not thinking no, I mean, at all. I, I hear what you're saying, but I tend to disagree because I think that, I mean, and you are the exception to the rule because like you said, you you pick this up for fun money, which I would imagine 99% of people don't do that. The only other case would be like high school kids just working a part-time job to make money in high school. But a lot of people, that's like their sole source of income and that's their primary job. And for them, the fact that they have no alternatives, it's either, it's either go into, and, and right now you can call any crowded area is like an at-risk area. And grocery stores are probably the most crowded areas outside of hospitals in the country these days. And so because of that, the fact that those people are putting themselves at more of a risk than a lot of us by being in those crowded areas all the time, I think that warrants some sort of benefit to their, quote, sacrifice, you know, for being there. Because you know, they, I mean, it's just what they're doing, but, but I agree nurses, doctors, and I, the people who make the argument that, oh, well, you know, this is just their job. You know, they signed up for this and this is what the current state of things is. So that's what they have to do is an argument that I, 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 this is just different. Like, I feel like it's not fair to make that argument just considering never in a million years did we consider we'd be here right now. And the fact that, you know, those people, they're still going to work every day, you know, knowing that there's a shortage in PPE, a shortage in, in, you know, the equipment and the medicine and, and the protective gear and everything they need. They still day in and day out, go in there, work long, hard shifts without breaks, t- putting themselves on the front lines. And people are just, some people are just not, not giving them the credit that they deserve. And I feel like if anything, they should be getting government money more than anybody. No, but, but all right. So at my 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 job, there's two things to argue that at my job, I would say fifty per. I would say probably between thirty five and fifty percent of the workers are either in high school or um in, at part time college, okay. right? So again, they're doing it for probably ninety percent of them of those high school and uh, college, you know people in college right now are doing that for an additional job. They're not supplying food on the table for their families or anything like that. So again, this is my argument. Those people are just doing that for a job. You know, that extra $13 an hour is, is, you know, like you said, kind of worthless when it comes to high school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, now I just did the math. Okay. So I did 40 hours a week. All right, times by four weeks is 160 hours, okay? So that covers all of February and all of, all of March. And, you know, I'll just do, say, 120 hours 
additional just for the three weeks of April that we're in now, or for the two weeks of April that we're in now and the one week of January that we're in now, right? So 160 plus 120 is 280. 280 times by 13, let me do that math quick, is 3,640, all right? That's how much money someone from January 27th, like around about until now, roughly, if they worked 40 hours a week, as their full-time job would make an additional. Think about how many high school students or college or just part-time, like I, there's a couple guys that I work with that do the same thing as me that just earn extra money by, you know, working at, at the place, at the grocery store. Think about how much wasted money that is for around the country for people that, you know, are just doing this as extra, okay? It's not for people that are doing this as their sole job and doing a great job or whatever that. And again, not discrediting it at all, I'm just saying, like, what the hell? Like, that's a lot of money that is, you know, just yeah, no. being thrown out at us. Secondly, secondly, all right, in terms of the – they signed up for this. Dude, I signed up for this. I knew full well going into this. Granted, I, you know, you know got into at the start of this, not like the full-fledged into it. I got into the start of this that – it was going to be crazy and, you know, people were going to be flying all over the place and it's going to be crowded. I tiptoe very carefully with my next comment and I can't wait for you and everyone else to probably yell at me for this, okay? And again, I apologize for offending anyone, but this is just me talking. I really don't apologize for it, but this is just me talking right now. I'm tiptoeing <laughs> okay. very carefully here, Okay. For those that say that people in the in like first responders, so EMTs, uh, I'll throw in cops, firefighters, nurses, um, you know, grocery store workers, I'll even include in there, um, possibly even truck drivers. But those five things, so like first responders, grocery store workers, um, things of that nature. You know from past history that when something goes down and you work in those fields, so say like we've seen in the past, like 9-11, Boston bombings, you know that in those fields, shit hits the fan real quick, okay? You don't sign up for a pandemic where every day for right now, a month and a half, two months almost, you're under the threat of you know, attack from a disease or anything like that. But you know, at some point in those fields, shit might hit the fan. So, yes, you kind of know in the back of your mind that you might sign up for this. Again, you don't sign up for a two-month-long pandemic. But for, like, people in, like, cities like New York, L.A., like, some places that might face some terrorist attack, you know, or just in general across America – you know that if there's, you know, a attack or let's just say a riot or, you know, a big car crash down the street on the highway, you know that you might have to deal with shit like this in those cases. So part of me says, yes, they kind of sign up for this. But another part of me says they didn't sign up for to be under attack or to be exposed or anything, you know, long term like this. 
So that's why I tiptoe very Yeah, but what I'll say, the fundamental difference between the scenarios you just described is, sure, I mean, a, a terrorist attack happens, right? Horrible situation. Hospitals in that area get flooded with people. Even though, you know, there are the hospitals are packed, it's not a situation where the doctors, nurses, and so on can get infected by the people they're treating, right? They treat them, and then they go home and live a normal life. Today, they have a chance of contracting whatever their patients have, right? And that's, that, that is the risk. Agree. Exactly. And it's for long term. That's what, again, that, but to me also, what happens if they treat an AIDS victim or an AIDS, HIV, anything like that? They're also putting themselves in harm, not, yeah, in harm. Yeah, but again, but again, you you can't get AIDS from being coughed on. Right? You, no, it's. You can't. But the, yeah, I know. But, but, but okay, in that instance, you... I mean, you're in a hospital, and and the basic PPE that they have there is good enough. In this instance, we've seen that the basic PPE that hospitals normally have at times is not 100% effective against you know preventing it from transmitting within hospitals. That's the thing. This is so unlike anything anybody has ever seen before. No, I exactly. You're right. You're right. That's but again, I'm just saying, like, again, and I don't want people out there thinking I I don't respect nurses or you know I look the wrong way. Like, I honestly, God, wanted to become a cop, it just didn't work out for me. I still want to become a cop, it just doesn't work out for me. And again, my mom's a nurse, my best friends are nurses. Like, I love nurses. Okay, I don't. So anyone out there that's listening to this, don't take this the wrong way. I'm very tiptoeing the line here. I'm just saying, God bless them too. All right. First of all, I probably should have said that first of all and foremost is that God bless nurses and all first responders dealing with this shit. Okay. But there comes to a point that, like, it, like, you, you know, that you might be putting yourself at risk, but it wasn't to the point of six months down the, or two months into it, every, every shift of your life, you're exposed to something. That is what I'm saying. Okay. So, like, I'm at, like, I'm like at a, 10% they sign up for this like it sucks that they have to deal with this but like you know going into nursing you might deal with some shit like this and then the other 90% of me is like hey like they, this is unprecedented they didn't sign up for this so like let them go that type of thing I hope you know where I'm coming from it's, it's probably coming out the totally wrong way that that I'm trying to you know say it right now but I hope you can yeah. anyone out there including you Nick knows where I'm Partially, yeah, no, I, yeah, I am. Yeah, but it's just a shit show, yeah. dude. With all this money, oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, so because my 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 big dilemma is: should I buy myself like a new sound system, or a new guitar, or a new TV? Or should I like donate it to charity? You know, it, it's like I'm really tempted to just like say, "Hey, thanks, Trump. I'm gonna go ahead and spend this on something completely unnecessary, but you know, fun for me." But at the same time, it's like there, this well, money yeah, can like, be put to much better like, use. Like, what's up? Like, so. 
It could be. That, that's what I'm saying. This is this is a, a lot yeah. of wasted money down the tubes, dude. Like, like for look at me. Look, I for for um like a thousand dollars that I got out of the twelve hundred dollars, I put to savings or sent directly to student loans. Like, how the hell is that rejuvenating yeah. any of this economy that we have right now? I'm not going down to the small business place and ordering you know, 15 billion pizzas or anything like that, or like going to like the mom and pop shops. I'm like, like I went to JC Penny to get my suit. Okay. I didn't go to like the tailor down the street that like, that is like starving yeah. for like yeah. customers right now. I went to JC Penny. Like I didn't like that. That doesn't help anyone. Well, it might help the JC Penny workers who've been furloughed. So. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying? Like, the, all this money, it's great and all. But again, like, for me personally, I saved most of it or sent it to student loans that, which, that, like, that $500 doesn't do anything. It takes one, it doesn't even take a full month off my, yeah. my long term deal. Like, my, my, my whole, my monthly payment from now for the next four, literally the next 14 years, because I started last April again, um, is, Six hundred and fifty dollars a month. So, like, I threw that in just for you know down the road, fourteen years from now, I don't, I don't have to pay that last month. I can pay a little bit less or something like that. I'm still paying. You know, they're still taking an additional seven hundred dollars out of my account in what's today the fifteenth in six days because that's again my monthly payment. But like yeah. again, that didn't do shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But you know what else? Also, I was talking to my mom about this. There are so many commercials these days for companies who are like, we're all in this together. We're here in solidarity and unity and just, just know that, you know, we'll see things through, which it's a nice message. You know, it's a nice message of unity and peace among humanity and all this. But at the same time, they have to spend money to make that commercial just to let me know that their bank is still supporting, you know, online banking. Fine. I don't care. Send that money somewhere useful. Don't make an ad that people are going to watch and shrug off because they literally don't care. It's so dumb. Here, no, here's another here's here's another dumb thing that I just found out like like probably three days ago. I found out on Easter. So if you go, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If you have any knowledge on this, if you get laid off or get fired or whatever, and you claim unemployment. You get 80% of your average salary, and then I know it differs from state to state, but at least in Pennsylvania, you get $600 a week. $600 a week? Like after taxes so or every, before? $600. Uh, if, no, like in, in additional to your 80% of your salary. That's like you more money than you'd make week if you're on your rig. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So these people. so. So the system is, if you're not working or producing for any company right now and you can't claim unemployment, every two weeks, hypothetically, like in my case, I make $1,000 every two weeks, right? Um, and then I make commission. But like, so my salary is $1,000 every two weeks, right? Um, so 80% of that is $800. Then every week, I would get an additional $600, so technically, every two weeks, I'd make two thousand dollars on unemployment. How did how how in the world does that it make doesn't. any sense? Why would it? And then on top of that, 
this is another thing that bothers me of unemployment. If you get fired, okay, fired, not laid off, not, you know, we're dealing with Corona, we're, you know, we have to furlough you or anything like that. If you get fired, okay, you did something wrong, um, you know, think of anything that at your company right now that you would have to do to get fired, okay? You could claim unemployment. To me, if you get fired, if you fucked up that bad, you got written up and got fired, you should not be able to claim unemployment. It just shouldn't be a thing. The system, to me, is so messed up. The fact that we're paying people more than what they would actually make working on unemployment. And then secondly, someone who fucked up that bad, who got fired, fired, not laid off again, fired, okay, from their job, can make more money than what they were doing beforehand. Yeah. It, and you know what else? So I, think, fucked up. I think unemployment should not be just like, oh, here's money. This is kind of the same discussion we are having earlier. Like, you should have to go in and be like, all right, here's the total amount you're getting. And then instead of you actually getting money, you can just allocate it. Like, okay, I'm going to put 50% of what my unemployment, you know, 25 towards utilities, 25 towards, you know, food stamps for groceries. And then the government just pays your landlord for you, your utilities for you. And then you have to pay the difference. But like, I think because it's the same thing. People are getting unemployment checks for, you know, a few hundred bucks every other week or every week or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're out there buying, oh, you know, new clothes and, a, you, know, you know, all this new electronics and stuff they don't need like i feel like unemployment should be only for the necessities like i feel like people should not see unemployment money it should just be allocated on their behalf to whatever necessary payments they have to make you know what it should be you know what it should be it should be like hey i'm unemployed i need unemployment okay fine sign sign the papers fill out the documents government finds whatever landlord you are, gives them the monthly bills, as long as it's not ridiculous, okay? I'm not, I, we're not putting people up in, like, mansions with five bedrooms yeah. and six bathrooms and a bowling alley, okay? We'll pay your landlord, okay? And then we're going to deliver the food you want, okay? We'll give you a budget. You're going to have a menu almost, okay? You can – we'll get a sheet, and you have to order week by week, okay? You order the food – Let's say on a Saturday, you hand in or email or whatever you got to do the order for your week, what you need in your house. It could be cleaner. It could be anything like that for food stamps, right? So, and then on Sunday, we get your order. And by Sunday night, you have all your food you need from Monday from, from Monday to Saturday for, um, for the week. And then we repeat the process. And they have UPS drivers or whoever no, that's just, going that's, around delivering. No, that's food. way too clunky of a process. Okay, it should just it be. Should wait, be. are you talking about specifically in like coronavirus times, or in? No, that makes I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no. In general, I don't think you should not. Okay, first of all, you should not pull rent. And second of all, you should not do their grocery shopping for them. Absolutely not. I'm just saying this should there that's should be a way that they don't receive that's, any no, money. That's what I'm saying. Like, All of it should be sent on their behalf to whatever necessary payments they have to make. Right? It can't be going towards paying off your your credit. It has to go towards rent, utilities, or food. And so you they they pay. You know, let, let's see, you get six hundred dollars a week. Okay, they're going to pay. You know, five hundred. They're going to send a check on in like on your behalf to your landlord for five hundred dollars every week, and the last one hundred dollars will be converted into food stamps and sent to you for you to get necessary the necessary food you need. But you should never see that money.
Well, that's dude, but that, um, it's almost like a parent, like a parental c- control on your TV. Like you should be able to have a a Visa card or something like that. That 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 card is only to be used yeah. with that money preloaded or something like that to pay bills on something. But it locks like going like to like I don't know anything like that's not essential for that. Like like so when you swipe that card. It gets declined automatically at a business that is not deemed essential, whether it be a grocery store, non-grocery store, non-landlord. Yeah, or it should be like a yeah, it's like a special type of card where like people like know that it's not like their store has to be authorized to accept that type of card. Yeah, dude. I yeah, yeah. the, the system blows my mind that that. You can get two thousand dollars every two weeks, which equals what fifty two? No, yeah, fifty two thousand dollars a year if you're unemployment. I I I make that right now. Even six hundred dollars a week. That is, let's see, that's over yeah. thirty. That's thirty one thousand two hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? Ridiculous for people that just sit at home all day. Not I'm agreeing anything. with you wholeheartedly on this. Like the the like this whole process, it just shows how much wasted money it yeah, goes on in this country. Like holy shit! Hmm. I don't know, dude. You think now of all times would be a good time to revamp the system, but. It won't happen. Well, I mean, as a no, result, this would be of the this, worst the time system should be revamped. I'm not saying like on the fly, but like, you know, it has to be. Because what what is this? I'm growing rapidly right now. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even more so now, right? Think of all, all that all that. Look at how much stupid money you're spending, like as a country, and eliminate that stupid spending. Okay? And and, and another thing. Think of how much free money they're just giving out around uh, right now. Just hey, here. We magically have this money and we can just print it off or you know, debit it into your account. But it's okay. We don't have it, but here, have some more. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. I like I don't like this. You know, I'm very like money conscious and this is just pissing me off that we're just here, just throwing money outside the window and say, Hey, take it. Like what yeah. the hell? What the hell is this? I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> And then we have people that want to want to give free tuition to everyone. Feel the burn. Honestly, what? We know what they should do. The only time I would agree to free tuition is if you went into a program that served the needs for people, like so: nursing, police officers, firefighters, and 
doctors and military members, things of that nature, if you're serving and protecting or doing anything along the lines of that, you should not have student loans. Like you should be like, you should go into the program. Oh, you're a nursing major. Okay. So while you're a nursing major here at Penn state, uh, you know, Columbia, Harvard, anything of that nature, you. Yeah. But then what if people like play the system where they're, you know, they go to school to be one thing that would be serving the public. And then they leave school and go into like sales, you know? Yeah, so then you, you you have to work. So you have to go to school, say, a nursing major, right? You have to go to school for nursing. You And you have to work for yeah. a minimum of... However long of, it took you to complete school, years. you should have to work that four years of school, many number. And then yeah. work that. Work that. And then that is your, 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 your student loans. Once you work four years as a nurse, doctor, cop, whatever it might be along that, along those lines, after that, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can either, you know, be going to sales. You can be a freaking fast food worker for all you give a shit. But after those four years, your student loans are are forgiven. But say you're a nurse, firefighter, anything along those lines, and you work, say, two years, and two years you, you, you do something else, you pay the full amount of student loans based on those last two years. So if like say you go to Penn State, like say like just for, for so thirty thousand dollars per year, you owe us. Yeah, but what if you like try to get a job in that field but can't? Like you, like you try to become a police officer, doesn't work out. Or... Well, 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 that's my own. Both times, it's been my own damn fault. And you cannot tell me, I I've never heard in my life that there is a oversaturation of nursing and police officers and no but you got to think this could lead to that because so many people would be like oh if i become a nurse i get to go to college for free so i'm gonna become a nurse no but but that's why that's why we it's the same thing as applying to colleges dude it's it's you it's acceptance into that program so did you do the right thing in high school did you study, get your grades, you know, be the, you know, president of the fucking, you know, key club or whatever? Like, did you do things to no, 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 I get that, but, be the same like, admissions as um, going to college? Who, I mean, nurses and doctors, yeah, you have to take a very specific course track that can limit, you know, admission. But like a fireman or a police officer, that there's really no you don't go to school to specifically be a fireman you know there's no fireman school in college so so how do you limit because like i could have become a fireman i could have had a business training to become a fireman like how it's like so how how you can't really control it from that perspective you're right you know because because people could be like oh i'm gonna get people might be like oh i'm gonna be gonna get this this business degree because i want to be in business or whatever but I'm just going to work for a fire as a fireman for a couple of years outside of after I finish college, just to get my my debt paid down a little bit, even if not the full four years, maybe two or whatever. And then I'm going to go into business like I planned. You know, like people might do that to kind of game the system a bit. And then it, you know, true. And I, and again, maybe. It, so yeah, I mean, it, it, that was just an idea that popped in my head. But like this whole tuition, well, you know, it's free and like, or at least heavily subsidized in pretty much every country besides America. 
Yeah, but like to me, the one argument, the biggest argument to get that against free tuition here in America is everyone, every family has money or it, you know, saves up or just gets through loans. What do you say to the people that saved up their whole lives through a college fund or whatever to make sure their kid doesn't have student loans? And they pay it out of pocket. Right? Now, what do you do for that family or that person that doesn't have student loans because their money or themselves saved enough money to pay throughout college? And they don't have any student loans because they, they just saved their whole life for college. And then you have some someone, family B, who doesn't save up any money, who takes out a bunch of student loans, and after they graduate, they have this big bill. What is your argument for that? My argument is one of two things. Either A, if you've already completed school and still have student loans, you have to pay them, but going forward, college is free, which is going to upset everybody in the world with student loans, you know? But you're never going to satisfy everyone. It gets to a point where you just have to be like, look, I'm sorry, tough luck. You, you, You were responsible or you weren't, but this is the life you have to live. And I just, you just got to deal with it. I mean, I, there's no, because I think education in this country should be, if not heavily subsidized free. And there is no way to do that without really pissing off people who had to do it our way, you know, save up a bunch, have debt, whatever the case may be. Like you're never going to, be able to do this with without pissing a lot of people off so i think you just have to get to the point where you just rip off the band-aid and be like this is life now you just got to live with it like i'm sorry there's nothing else you can do nah, but then there's no other way to do it so the well. only solution to this problem in your mind then is to keep having people pay exorbitant amounts of money to go to college and end up thousands of thousands of dollars in debt which is just hurting our economy even more. Well, we've had this argument in the past with you could go to Bloomsburg, Kutztown, a state school and not go to really. Yeah, but then you're saying, oh, you don't have enough money to go to the school you want to go to. Right. That's even worse. (laughs) Again, loans. Yeah, but Wait, explain that. I say you. So, with my grades in in in, in high school, I could have gone if I got into Penn State, Maine. I could have gotten into Cutsdown, yep. Bloom. You know the cheaper schools, right? I didn't want to go there. Okay, I wasn't one of these kids that just had a trust fund set aside for me for my whole life. Like I took out student loans because I I I didn't have enough money, but I took out loans to go to Penn State for four years, and then after I knew I had to pay student loans. So again, I worked my ass off to make sure I never missed a payment or anything like that. So why can't everyone else? Why does why is everyone else out there? Hey, I want to go to this school. I don't have the money, so the government or someone else should pay for my way to get to get to go to this school for the next four years and hopefully i'll find a job but if i don't find a job 
you know, there's going to be yeah, and that's that's for, a you know, for then you're getting into the options. argument. It's like a philosophical argument of how our culture or how our collective identity as Americans are. Because my roommate in California was a German guy, right? There were six German people, seven German people that I was with. They all went to college for absolutely free, right? They did not pay one penny to go to college. And German schools are good. They went to good schools. I mean, like good education prepared them well. You cannot argue with the quality of education they received, and it was entirely free. And they were – the German people are so hard. Like they did not take that for granted. They work so hard to you know, make sure that they you know, are successful, despite the fact that they were handed every tool that they need on a platter. Now – let me let me introduce another argument that this may be think of as one potential way to solve the problem of yours. Because in Germany, the reason they can go to college for free is because they have to pay extremely high taxes. So maybe maybe one way to do this is to everybody who paid for their college maintains this normal tax rates, if not tax rates go even down, even lower. People who starting next year, you, everyone gets to go to college for free. However, we're introducing a much higher tax rate as a way to pay it forward because that's how we're going to pay universities, right? So you go to college for free, but you have much higher taxes, which means your income is lower as a result. But at the same time, you still don't have any debt. So we're both that your way would equal the same way as me right now having a normal tax rate. What do you with mean? A large amount of debt. So you're saying the people that paid for college already or a lower would tax face rate, a normal yes. tax rate for their jobs, correct? Or a lower or a lower tax rate. All right. But the generation below us would go to college for free. However, when they come out of college and get a job, they're going to face a significantly higher tax rate than than us right now who face a normal or lower tax rate. It's it's the same thing. It's evening out. It's saying, hey, you either have a lot of debt and face a normal tax rate or no debt and a very high tax rate. But at least then you don't have debt, you know? And who knows? if? But it still doesn't make sense. If you're, if you, if you say you work, work, um, work a job that, you know, on average gets $40,000 as a salary, your tax rate, it still doesn't change anything because your tax rate is not going to be able, is going to be so high that you won't be able to pay rent for your a, a apartment, a house, anything like that. You can't save money to, for a down payment on a house, which is the same problem that we right now are facing with um, having student loans. And make pushing money aside for that, and then also figuring out how to save enough money to make it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because yeah, in this or, case, you know, tax money or, or student loan payments would just be replaced by paying taxes. It's yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, exactly. That's. Hmm. Unless, unless you just, I, I will. Student I'm telling you this right. And then make it free.
No, because again, why? What happens to Joe down the street who saved all of his life to make sure his kid could go to college? And then you have some dumbass that for years spent their money on, you know, big electronics, um, non-essentials, and said, hey, we're going to go to college. We're going to take out all student loans. No, I think you should say, you know, Joe down the street, uh, you you did it the the right way, the ethical way, the smart way. You should be very proud of that. Now let's just move on. There is no other way to transition to free college. And I think there needs to be free college. So there's, you're never going to make everybody happy. I, no, no. That is a slap in the face. That's a, that's like spitting on Joe, Joe down the street in the face saying, Hey, by the way, you did everything right, but you're not going to be rewarded for it. So we're rewarding people for doing the dumbass thing for, for, it, however long it takes for them to save up money, do the wrong thing and that and reward you. I don't know. I I feel like that, Joe down the street ridiculous. wouldn't be so mad about this. That's ridiculous. I'm not kidding you. Are you kidding me? They could have had they could have had fun vacations. They could have had the newest PlayStation 10 or whatever. They could have done so. They could have had a better car probably with all that money they saved up for college. Oh, you did the right thing. You know that you should take that to heart. You know that means a lot that someone did the right thing. Okay, so you know, pat on the back, go about your way. However, you know, Johnny, you dumbass for you know doing all these stupid spending. You know, on high, big trips. You know, fancy cars, all the whole nine. Um, you know, you were a dumbass this whole time. You know, let's give you all this money. Fuck that. Man, there's dude. there's no Fuck way that. to do this where everybody is satisfied. But the status quo doesn't work. Tuition rates are going up and up at a much higher rate than like salaries. And people are just like getting like it's prohibiting people from going to college because some people just cannot afford it. Even with like like with the like you can't just get a loan. You have to have it co-signed like. Right. You can't just walk into a bank and say, give me give me money. I want to go to college. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna save the next thirty minutes of your time. I'm never yeah, I know. gonna get on. Get on I'm sure there's a smart way to do it. I just don't know it. Shit. So that's why Ever. I would have loved to have seen Bernie become president and tell us that smart way. There's not a, there's not there's not a smart way to do this. Well, there's not a smart there's there's zero smart way to do this. Speaking of speaking of the burn, how about him just he, another, oh, he, you know, he did not, he did not his waste to get his time because what he did is he moved the needle and he's been moving the needle since 2016. Yeah. Oh. So now we have all these freaking idiots like AOC and uh, fucking, I know what you're um, talking about. I can't think of her name. Her fucking face. Um, uh, Shit, Omar Elhan, and there's another one from Michigan. Omar, yeah, uh, what's her name? What do they call themselves? Like the foundation or the trifecta or whatever. All right, you have all these, all these senators and like just people in general that are like, "Yo, 
Bernie's giving us free yeah, but shit. He, Let's do but this. Here's and where you're ridiculous, wrong. They were elected through a democratic process to the United States government because their constituents believe saying, in the messages they were spreading. That's what I'm saying, so though. there are people there are people out there who believe in that stuff. And that's, I that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying though. That's what that, that that's oh. what I'm saying. He's oh. he's brainwashing oh. all of America oh. with this shit. Do you know that he never? Do you know that he fucking never had a job until he got he was a mayor or whatever? Like a like he never kept a job, a legitimate job for longer than like I think like six months or whatever. Maybe because he until didn't he want to. Mayor, I don't know. Uh, Burlington. He is non-traditional, but I think that's what we need right now. He was part of like the Communist Party or whatever, that, like the Socialist Party growing up when like America was going toe to toe with the Soviet okay. Union. He supported that shit. You have to be able to define, like, distinguish between socialism and the way the Russians did socialism. It's different. It's, it's all bad. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. We've been doing this for 75 minutes. I don't have enough time to... It's all Uh, bad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be be here till 5 a.m. talking about this shit. He's not. He's a... He has moved the needle in ways that I hope will will start... Start... No, that's... You know, the the ripple that creates a wave. Ah... It gives he, me he it gives me faith that we might be decent I, I, as humanity going forward. Oh my god! Oh my god! Get out of here with that shit! Get out of here! I, oh, I, I, well, you're saying that is that makes my churn. stomach churn. Like I just became physically nauseous. My stomach just turned over in about five different ways, and I'm physically nauseous right now hearing you say that. And you know you're probably right because in probably I would say thirty probably thirty to forty years maybe hopefully not sooner we might have a fucking um, socialist as a president and it scares the living shit out of me and this country is gonna burn you know, in hell because of it. If AOC runs for president, she has got my vote. Oh my God, help us, God, are you <laughs> hell no? I thought I hated, I thought I hated Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama the worst that I, I could ever hate a politician. But good God, if AOC becomes the leading candidate for the Democratic Party, so help me God, okay, and she gets elected somehow, so help me God, there's gonna be a problem, okay. I might, I might pull one of these fucking. Uh, Raven Simone or whatever her name would be like, I'm gonna move to Canada if 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 uh, AOC gets elected president. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Fuck her too. Her and Bernie and fucking um Omar too. Yeah, all three of those fucking Looney Tunes. You get the hell out. Of <laughs> all right, let's let's. I I can't, I don't even want to get into this discussion right now. I don't. We'll get into the discussion. Fucking eight years I am now, counting down the days in anticipation of casting my vote. 
I, I cannot wait to vote for I don't care whoever it is. They're going to be they could be a Dallas Cowboy fan and I would vote for them if they're going against AOC. AOC versus AOC against Jerry Jones. I, I that's how much I hate her. <laughs> Jerry Jones, you have my vote. I'll donate so much I will donate all of my life savings <laughs> to Jerry Jones just so he becomes president. I will do whatever it takes. I would sell my 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 right testicle um for for um ten votes to for AOC not to become president. I I won't sleep. I won't sleep it, at, at all if AOC it, when AOC be, um becomes the leading candidate for the Democratic Party and then I and if she becomes president, I you are such myself. a dramatic person about this. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna not bring being this dramatic up. at all. Everything you just said, serious. I'm gonna bring this up. If if she ever runs and ever is in a position where she might actually, you know, at least get the Democratic nomination, if not if not win, and we're gonna re-listen to this, and I'm gonna see if any of these things hold true. Oh, I'm gonna move to Canada. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Donate my life savings to the Republican candidate. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll, I won't. I won't. I won't. Well, you, I won't, okay, you can't I make the I won't sleep argument because you don't sleep either way. I won't so you can't Canada. make that argument. I sleep for like one or two, da- two hours a night. So those one or two hours I don't sleep, I'll stay awake 24 7. I promise you. Yeah. Man, I'm sure you will. I'll and I'll be sleeping like a baby. If that happens. Knowing I'm safe, nice. protected, secured, comfortable. No way. Ugh. No way. <laughs> I, I'm having. I'm my. I'm my skin is crawling right now. Just thinking about that day. <laughs> wow. You know, I thought I was gonna have like a a nighttime snack after this. Oh, okay. um, you know, I'm sorry, I, I ruined the anymore. appetite. I, I'm, I... <laughs> you, you did? No, she did. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. Should we call it there? In an hour twenty. I think I think we should. I think that was a good. I think that was a good. Uh, good ending. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, we've got we've yeah. this long enough. Looking, looking forward to it. Uh, I guess we'll do this next week. Let's see what the next see what the next big controversy is. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we got to th- figure out um, spring or fall yeah. for me, and then top. Uh, top beers. So yeah, yeah I'm probably gonna do the same. So. Uh, I'll probably do either three or five. You too. Right, I'll man. talk to you. Well, hey, uh, have a good Same. one. Stay safe.